What's up, guys? This is Adele from AO13 Architectural Systems, and welcome to The Project Show. The show that features the building industry's top experts and their latest projects. If you're in the building space and you want to learn something, then tune in to hashtag your projects. Yeah, so Patrick, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Good morning. Nice to see you, man. So, I'm a siding contractor uh, and uh, also architectural te uh, technician, so... What I'm trying, I've been in the siding industry a long time. When I was 16 years old, learned the, learned the trade, loved it. And after that, I found out that I was more about understanding what we were applying. So that's why I went and did the education of uh, uh, architectural technician. That was, that was last year? That was last year. Wow. And uh, was that? that was at Brighton College here in uh, Vancouver in Burnaby. Uh, great, uh, great flexible schedules so that so we're working good. Full -time working school, full time, yeah. go to school at night, and uh, yeah, Mondays and Wednesdays don't call you after two thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And well, no, three, four o'clock. Had a lot of homework yeah. to do. Yeah, and it was just important for me because you know everybody. We can all put a plank in a piece of siding straight and level on the wall and attach it properly, but why are we doing it this way is really what has been challenging me the last few years ever since leaky condo problems school at night to, to now yeah. to now uh, is just more about understanding what your needs are on the building right instead of selling you a price and and something that will not function well that you'll have to maintain within three to five six years instead i'd rather understand the way you build your building see how it functions and see what we can do on the exterior to to do the proper job so it lasts a long time right? for, for sure but okay let's go back to that leaky condo crisis so obviously it sounds like a nightmare i mean i was probably four years old five years old you know what i mean i was playing with little balls while you're on the wall trying to fix problems yeah but like give me an example what, what does that even mean well just some buildings per se right right with the leaky condo it was at the time we believed that wrapping it so water would not be able to access inside the building not be able to penetrate your building right and we wrapped it so tight that now what we did is we kept the vapors from evaporating to leave the buildings right so, so, we so water so was stuck behind and the vapors can can travel properly and then they're stuck inside your walls, creating some mold, some rot. So there's no breathability. The breathability of the building, we, we didn't look enough into it, I think, at the time. And also, uh, like now, the way we do through-wall flashing, tying into balconies, before we didn't do that, we didn't pay that much attention to those little places where water can penetrate. So you would see all around the decks would be rotted. And then, you know, that was the biggest problems around the balconies, around the decks. Uh, places where they didn't see uh, much air or much sun, then it wouldn't dry, wouldn't, it would keep moist, and then mold would grow on the siding and things like that. So we really have to now change our techniques of install. Right. And, and okay, so what, yeah. if you know, if you don't, it's all good, but what do you think caused that? Was it because it was too tight, you're saying? Is that... It was a combination of many things. It's just... Uh, uh, taking air barrier products and putting it on your wall, making it so tight that air wouldn't be able to travel between uh, the envelope. So at the same time, having the siding directly to these walls. Uh, and when siding's on this wall, if you take an horizontal plank, well, if water vapors travels on your plank, now it's traveling sideways and it's gonna find somewhere to penetrate. It's always find the easiest way to, to travel with water. Hmm. So, so that's where now we're actually moving water behind the cladding, whereas now we're managing it. We're trying to, to stop it. We're trying to, to egress that water. We're trying to dry it. Got you. And then is that where the VP came along? Is that why we use vapor permeable? Well, the vapor barrier has to do with your insulation and your R rating, where you're, you always want to be on the warm side. So if you do an exterior wall system, right. where you're going to put your insulation on the exterior, uh, typically on infrastructure or multifamily sometimes, uh, high rise, then you would put uh, your vapor barrier on the walls, uh, which is a great system. Right. Uh, gives you a lot of oral values, like with schools per se, we go six, seven inches, eight inches of insulation with hat tracks on the outside with wow. vapor barrier. Wow. So all that, that heat, it takes a long time for, for any water to be able to go in and penetrate. For sure. Uh, so, so, okay, so this is something I struggle with a little bit and uh, I wanna ask you, so what was, what was the idea behind, I think I have an idea, but I'm not a pro at it. What is the idea of having that exterior insulation? That's very recent, 
you know, like, I'd say what, it, the last three done years? Done in, in different provinces in Canada, like like uh, in Quebec, Ontario, uh, that would utilize years and years ago. Really? Uh, with strapping because of the R value. We were trying to add R value uh, to the homes. Okay. Uh, so, so which is great. And also, it doesn't make you increase stud cavities, which is square footage. Hopefully, inside we can gain a little bit. Um, oh, I see know, what you're saying. So get more square footage per condo. Well, if you build with a two by eight wall, like they're suggesting now, it's quite a bit of work. It's it's not as fast as building a two by six wall. Easier to That's lift a two costly. by six wall. It's more, yeah, it's more cost effective. Yeah. And what's really on the outside, what's the negative of putting the exterior, the, the exterior insulation on? It's just added benefits. Uh, you've got your wall cavities now are wide open for your mechanicals. Uh, you've got Easy, easier of travel for a lot of work that you're doing inside your building. Okay. And on the outside, if you do it well, uh, if you flash properly and, and think about it, now you also cancel all uh, thermal bridging. You, you'd have a continuous insulation right. that gives you a higher R value. So, and nowadays with all the buildings having all these windows to maximize the windows for the look, the sun inside the house, uh, well, you know, we, we gain a lot if you put oh. the insulation inside at each studs you're losing heat are you guys also using thermal clips on these or is it only certain buildings that would thermal, thermal that? clips is the best or way to go of course yeah. as good but you can thermally break it with armadillo pads yeah. or you can yeah. put some products so you guys still to have break thermal it breaks one way or another. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. okay Either way. thermal uh, clips are the best way to go if you can uh, and what products are you guys using for that that are actually cascadia like, clip is, uh, is a good one yeah. uh, very nice product uh, we fabricate our own depending on our bra your budget as well. We did the job at uh, Oak Ridge there yeah. with I fabricated our own. Well, actually, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that was interesting because on that project, um, we had a real concrete issue. Yeah. Right? Like we would look at the damn wall and it would just, it would do this. Yeah. And we were was, six uh, inches off from floor to floor. Yeah. And I looked at this job with my hands on my head and then I get a call from you saying, look, we got a solution. It's not cheap, but we're going to use two L's to create a Z. Yep. And yeah, and do an adjustable, nice adjustable, an adjustable grid system. So and the wall yeah. is just perfectly flat now. Yeah. Well, the problem there, a lot of installers were looking at the job, but what they failed to recognize is if you don't have your substrate perfectly straight, how can you put the product nice and straight on it? You right. can't fight it the whole way. You have to make sure that everything lines up first. Right. So that's where we use that system where you you would put the first L attached to the building with a thermal pad. And after that, you just make them longer. Then hmm. you can string a nice line, nice plum level line, and you just cut them accordingly, and then attach the front L to it, which create your surface to attach the panels. Amazing. In your case, was the AL13 panels. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, with especially with aluminum too, it's just going to form to that wall. So you're going to have a disaster, gaps in between your extrusions and your panels, and that was that was really yeah. the the work is all in the prep. If you can make sure that everything is aligned. And, and symmetrical and lining up that like the furring bar or girt stage. yeah yeah exactly if your girt system all the windows everything lines up and you're building uh, sometimes a lot of installers will say well oh it's taking me too long to readjust the wall but not really because by the time you put your siding on your fighting let's say that the top caps don't go in properly things like that don't mm -hmm. adjust together because now you have a rounded wall well if you would have taken maybe just an hour and, and string line and make sure that that surface is perfectly flat. Well, the panels after this and the siding goes on, in my in my belief, two to three times faster. Wow, wow, so, okay, I didn't so even know that. So look at your substrate, look at what you're dealing with, how it's gonna function. Let's do it nice, plumb and level first, and once that's done, just color the building after, then it's easy. You yeah. Just color it with your siding. Okay, so like, let's talk about some kind of, like what, what kind of products, you know, do you like using? Like, what is the crew doing right now? It's What's the industry standard you're looking at right now? So, of course, when we started in business, we started uh, with aluminum siding, vinyl siding, uh, so moved on to fiber cement. Like, like roll form siding or like corrugated? So we did a lot of, uh, yeah, corrugated, uh, 50, 22, uh, 80, 300 profiles, like, a uh, lot of... Uh, like Vic West roll form? Like a Vic yeah. West more yeah. product. Uh, West Form Metals as well from yep. Vancouver offers a lot of profiles. Standing seam metal yep. uh, roofing, we do a lot of those. <laughs> and then from that experience, after that, fiber cement became really popular in Vancouver. 
So in 2003, I did the first certification course with James Hardy Products. We were a 16 contractor recruit that got together and created the James Hardy certification program. Like a preferred installer. Uh, it was more a certification program than the preferred installer at the time. That program wasn't available at the time. Okay. And that course, because we had a hard time to train new employees and new people to come work in the industry, so we got 16 contractors together, went to BCIT, uh, uh, got all certified in the application, the understanding of James Hardy products, and then after that it offered us uh, a lot of bigger jobs, which I started working more on multifamilies, larger job, and I found that I like these type of project way more. I'm there for a little longer, a little bit more technical, and uh, so we, we stayed in the multifamily world. Uh, this and is a lot of James Hardy lap. A lot siding. of James Hardy lap this and panel like siding. Yeah, back and, in 03 we're and, talking. Yeah. yeah, and then I got separated from competitors uh, by being really efficient on doing James Hardy products, uh, the panels, the panel system, and then introducing uh, the trim, the snap caps and things like that. And with my experience in metal, I found that when residential slows down, you have to be versatile. So we did a lot of infrastructure, a lot of CRUs, lots of shopping malls here in the greater Vancouver. Uh, Walnut Gate was one of them, a shopping mall in Tuas. What, what are CRUs just for the uh, Commercial uh, rental units. So go. you see, okay. yeah, yeah. So little <laughs> shopping strips, uh, all the exteriors of those. And that opened my eyes because, you know, when it's commercial, it's, you really have to see how things ties in together. So we specialized a lot in the metal, metal fabrication, metal meaning all custom flashing, tying into each other, always thinking outside the box. Uh, the standing seam, we were doing that at a very, very young age of the company. Hmm. Uh, cap so over dams. You're like parapet and stuff, you're doing your own standing seam for the Everything, the yeah, we do S-lock, yeah. standing seams, uh, mechanical fastening. Uh, we can do many, many techniques of attaching metal. And that's when I discovered the L13. Awesome. So, and I fell in love with the product, yeah, because what I like is the ease of installation, the customer service, but it all comes to site for us to fabricate. Right. So so it's easy. It's We have all the components there. We're not having a long lead time to off-site fabricate. And then I really tried to specialize more into the metallic world. Huh. So, so now I will still do... Uh, Fiber cement, we still do a lot. We're just finishing 45,000 square feet in Langley. Wow, that's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, great customer of ours. And uh, we just finished a AL13 job in Lillooet, BC. So we travel throughout BC, Absolutely. throughout uh, Alberta also. I'll go uh, wherever for a nice project. So we just did one in Lillooet, finished an AW with V-Line and awesome. AL13 panels. That was actually, uh, those are fun projects because it's outside the box, you know, it's, it, it belongs to AL, AAW. Right. So it's like oranges, those nice colors that are popping. So I see, it's nice to see that. And how do the boys like working with the, with the plank system? Loved it. I mean, that went so fast and not only that, but it's self rain screened. Right. So, so what do you have to do if it's, if it's not? If it's not, uh, or some envelope engineers wants the system to be applied to strapping, to have an extra half-inch airflow. Well, we do that same thing. We just put it on strapping. We just strap according to our layout and make sure that it's engineered. So then this way we, we do, uh, that's why I went back to architectural technicians because uh, we run uh, AutoCAD, Revit, SketchUp, uh, Rhino 3D. We run all these programs in-house. So Very we nice. can do the proper drawings and shop drawings to see of attachment and help the builder to see if we need extra support or backing or st structural to the building to make sure to do the proper attachment. You know, so the, the, my question is, so 30 years in the game, right? And then 30 years later, you decide to take a course on building science. Yeah. So what was that, what was that moment? What was that like? What, what took your right foot the moment your left foot came, uh, into that? Actually, it was one job. Um, uh, a large, large builder for, uh, for a high-rise approached me and said, Patrick, we've got so much curtain walls and glazing on this. We need to achieve our 28. How are we going to be able to do so? Hmm. So thinking outside the box and doing a lot of research, I found uh, one-inch insulation compressed that can hold hard 65 in insulation. Uh, it's made in Japan, uh, was used on, uh, you know, it's almost like NASA, it's for space shuttles and things no like way. that. What's, but, what's that uh, called? Yeah. It's called uh, Panasonic panels. Oh, 
Oh, so and yeah. yeah, some Panasonic panels, you can compress R65 to an inch. <laughs> and that was also introduced to me by MAGO, uh, the Magnesium Oxide uh, Association. So I started to see all these different type products and not enough understanding, but they're beautiful products that we don't know much about. Right. So by going back to school and learning more again and the technique of building science and drafting and building design, well, now I totally understand how your house will function. I look at the drawing and, and try to be in the skin of the architect on how he's using the sun to the benefit of the house. <laughs> but what impact does that do on that wall, on the glazing on your windows, on, you know, it's got, is that going to be too, too much heat? Is that going to create some vapors? Is that uh, condensing? Yeah. What is going to happen on that side? So by understanding that, I'm able to, to offer uh, projects like uh, if you come to me and ask me to price a job and you have all your details yes but I'll, I'll still look at them to see if it function well on your building and produce a quotation to you on, on what is the best envelope for your building and your budget in depth yeah yeah okay that's that's really interesting and that took it was a year program part-time that was a year program uh, pretty much full-time every night and uh, plus a lot of work and uh, your wife miss you a little bit? That's okay. She, she, <laughs> she likes me at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, just get out of here. She works as much as me, so she works lots. Yeah. What is she yeah. doing again? She's, She's a veterinarian, a, right? Yeah, yeah, she assists a surgeon in surgeries and uh, works in animal hospitals. So. My wife and your wife have it. to meet, man. My wife's a vegan animal lover. Really? Yeah, yeah, nice. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same here with my She's wife. She's saving right? lives, man. Yeah, She's saving, saving animals' life, life anyway. That's right. Yeah, That's right. No, that's fantastic, man. Um, so, so... What do you do for fun, bro? I like play hockey. I like yeah, you to do. travel. Right. Yeah, I do a little bit of hockey. I'm a big boy, but I can skate. I played lots of hockey in my <laughs> life, so it's an easy sport for me to do. But right now, uh, what I'm working on, actually, is uh, I've built my own application for my business for time management. No way. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's launched now. We're, we're on trial. Lucy, can you pull it up? And uh, trade specifics with an x.com. Let's see, let's see. And we're just working now. I designed my own logo and all that since uh, doing the drafting. And uh, that'll be launched to the public here pr pretty quick. Uh, what do we find in the industry of siding is when a customer calls me in the morning and, and you know, of course, we all want to grow our business to make it. But for me, I, I stayed to a medium growth because I found that when we decide to go really big or take on more projects, I lose control of what my guys are on site, what is doing, what's happening. Right. So this trade specifics app is I wanted to be able to first the liability of safety, safety, safety is first. So when a worker comes on site and press on site, it generates yourself a safety meeting. Oh, so then this way, when you acknowledge this, my yeah. job as an employer is important to remind you every morning to work safe. And it's written right there, black and white, that uh, we provide training, we provide the equipment also to work for safety. Uh, there's too many accidents in the construction industry. All want to go to our wives and kids at the end of the night. Of course. And same time, it'll track your time. But if a builder calls me and asks uh, how many guys I have on site, I go to my dashboard. Now I'm able to tell you. I've got four guys on site. They're working on the west side. <laughs> uh, they've been there since 7 a.m. That's a great uh, idea. Or my foreman just left the building supplies, so that communicates the information to us. I think it's a tool that we could all use as sub-trades, and many, that's why I call it trade specifics, because it's, it, it's open to many trades in the industry. Now, is it GPS linked as well? Like if they, yes, if they yeah. you geofence that project, as soon as they get into that area, you know that, hey, they're at work, they're We're on trying time. to, to uh, keep their privacy uh, oh, okay. intact. Nice. So the worker has to press on site uh, or else, well, if you're not on site, it's like a timesheet. You're not really checking. working, you're yeah. checking in. But if you do leave, uh, because we know at 4.30 the guys want to go home, want to go to their family, so if they're leaving the site to a certain distance, it will just alarm them to just shut off, to just make sure that, hey, are you going home or are you going to the building supplies? Right. Because I want to make sure uh, that we have always the material inside for our crew, for so our guys. This engine, you uh, built this for you. To yeah, use for, to for us, yes. And you have been using it, I take it. Yes, we've been trying it, yes. And now you're rolling it out. And how is it going to be, like, you guys selling it through, like, a subscription or something like that? We're going to do... Uh, what I want is to help the market. So, of course, you know, the dream is always to make a little career out of it, but it's, it's going to be $5 a month. 
uh, for the users. So if you have uh, ABC siding contracting and has 10 workers for them, so that'll cost him $50 a month. But at all times, you'll know his workers and also knowing that the liability of safety is, is away from him, that he does the proper channels to, to train them every morning with that safety meeting. And once a week, we generate the foreman or the person, that the user that has the people underneath him uh, press for a toolbox meeting. So we're able to keep on to all the WorkSafe BC's demand and also having a clear understanding where a crew, what they're doing and what is the time. So if you're working on extras per se, well, I want to log in. I don't want to uh, have a timesheet that's filled and that's happening lots in the industry a week later and say, oh yeah, what did I do that day? No, it's right there, it's logged. So if it's for the safety of the worker, you know exactly what you get paid for on his day's pay, on his day's work. The customer also, if I have extras or something that was requested for me to do for the builder. A paper trail. Yeah. A paper trail. Yeah. And we have it all, what happened, what day, cool. where did they do. Uh, if you go to the building supplies and the foreman or the superintendent happens to, to, to look for you and it's not on site, well, when they call me now and say, hey, where, where's Adel? Yeah, he's well, at ABC Supply. He's gone to Home Depot. He'll be back in 15 minutes. He's on his way back just so to pick up material. Is this material. BC specific? Because you mentioned work safety. So this will like, be world through wide. Yeah, okay. it's going to be a all similar yeah. requirements for safety meetings and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and then it'll be a, a social media platform attached to it also. Because I have, uh, like my wife, she assists in surgery, but I don't have the, the guts for it. <laughs> when she talks to me about things that happen in surgery, I don't necessarily connect with that. So I thought that by offering it to different trades, uh, various trades, not only construction, but different trades, if you can connect with your own, if a siding guy can connect with a siding guy, which we all do, we all love, and you go to, to that, that, that platform, then you can exchange uh, tools. I can know that a uh, contractor in Saskatchewan is looking for contract and he's available and track him, track his uh, experience, track his detail, more so uh, like a rating system, but not really to attack or to benefit you, it's just, it is what it is. Right. You've been doing so many projects, your customers are happy. An experience system. Your experience system, yeah. something that'll work good. But also, uh, like my wife, like a nurse, uh, together at night, well, they can talk to each other. They can. They can talk about the mask that they removed and save that animal that night and, and connect. Hmm. Whereas now sometimes she doesn't really have that platform to go and chat about it. Right, 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 right. It's kind of like a release, you know, to like connect and talk. and Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, so I guess like my, my other question, one of my questions was, what is the, when you're dealing with your, your team, what is the most important part of that? What does that look like to you? Like, how does... How do you get, because there's no schooling for it, right? You can't You can't say, hey, Joe, That's I'm right. going to take you to school for three years and we're going to learn about this. And It's a very tricky industry right now because back then, if you didn't want to pursue after high school, you'd walk into a construction site with your tool belt and we'd see guys just walking on site for many years. Last 10, 11 years, I think that new generation's probably smarter than us and keep going to school. <laughs> but we're having a hard time to, to actually uh, recruit more workers and to train them. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely something that we're, we're trying to work on. Uh, what I'm trying to teach my guys now is more understanding what they're doing instead of what, just do it. Just put the plank straight, nail their six nails, and trying to teach them why you're doing this, why it's important. Uh, because we're not always there on site, unfortunately. We're, well, without we the know. why, it'll inevitably go wrong. Yeah, that's right. If you that that's where if we get around the balcony and we're not quite sure how to do the detail, well, let's 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 break it apart. Let's see. Well, what works best? Let's do the envelope first. What can we protect it? Where's that water gonna shed? So we try to teach my guys like this. So right. it's, uh, it's a constant training. It's constant training, right? Yeah, yeah we offer constant training. Yeah. We try to, uh, and we do well, we do well. I think the engineering uh, envelope specialist in town uh, respect that we, we like their detail. We work well with them. Uh, I've got a new knowledge of architect. Uh, you know, we always complain sometimes architects like, yeah, but how do you build it now? It's good on paper. You hear a lot of things in the industry. Right. But these guys, you know, they go 12 years in school to become architect. They know a lot about buildings and taking that course now, it's opened up to me that, whoa, let, let, let's work close with this, this architect. Let's make sure that 
his vision can come to life, not only to life, but can function well. Yes. Right? So, so that's where I'm teaching my guys now. It's just about the functionability of the building and the cladding, and not so much about uh, just you know going fast. Of course, we need to, to meet schedules and budget, but just not throw on the wall, throw on the wall. Understand what you're doing. Yeah. So, so that's the approach with Sunshine Siding. We're Amazing. trying to teach them more. I love it. So, so how's your time? And so you've been here now. I'd say year and a half now. You've been back. I I've mean, been you've back. been here for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Uh, I tried to work in Alberta in larger companies and larger projects. And uh, my wife, being from Vancouver, she just said, "Hey, let's let's go back to Vancouver." So kids are all grown up. You got a little baby girl a little now. Baby, got yeah, a little granddaughter. Baby girl. Yeah, yeah. She's I just seven it. months now. So that's the joy. And, yes. Uh, yeah, we just wanted to come back home and uh, really. Um, I'm more an urban guy, you know, living in Edmonton, and I did uh, a project in Vancouver when you met me, and I was uh, flying back, my wife was in Edmonton, flying back to Vancouver, and I found, I'm from Montreal originally, I came here in 1989 to learn great English. City. And, great city. Great yeah, I love the nightlife, love yeah, everything like the that. the European feel. Yeah, and, uh, but coming back to Vancouver, I found a new love for Vancouver, now living downtown is that everything is close by and just that urban living so we decided to stay on the mainland awesome before we're on the sunshine coast which we did many many projects most of the larger projects shopping malls and everything on the sunshine coast we worked, worked so she on. and then for her too especially in the vet business this is the city to be in yeah she always wanted to work for uh for, for what she calls the best in the main and she got that job so amazing so she was really happy yeah so what do you what do you, where do you guys go do you guys go to gastown to hang out what does she love? Uh, what does she love about? She loves Kitsilano, yeah, and I enough. love downtown. And uh, but I love Commercial Drive. We, Do you? Yeah, I, I hang out there Drive quite a bit area. too. Yeah, yeah. We live uh, Victoria Drive, so nice and close. Yeah, that uh, area is cleaning up well. Yes, actually, uh, all the new buildings at uh, Concost. Uh, you guys did a uh, building there just last across from year, your building, just across from my building. Yeah, ironically, uh, looking at it every day, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I you like gonna, that. Uh, you have to look at a project that you didn't install every day. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, he, it's a good guy. Patrick installed it. Yeah, and, uh, he's a great guy. He does a lot of AL13 product, and what I like about it, it was uh, the, the colors. Yes, we see a lot of neutral colors, but uh, like Oak Ridge was a peach. Yeah. Concost was some type of orange. Yeah, it was uh, um, either burnt orange or cayenne. I'm not 100%. Yeah. Um, what's the This would be uh, around 540 Victoria Drive. So that's uh, Victoria Drive and uh, Francis? Yeah, yeah Francis, Francis Living. Just put Francis Living Francis on Google, buddy. Living. Francis Living Townhomes. Yeah. And I think Cornerstone. Uh, Cornerstone, yeah. Cornerstone yeah, was involved in that. Scott Kennedy. Design, yeah. absolutely. We did the building across the street, and I'm looking at this building all the time. Nice view of the mountains and the ocean. And uh, I, yeah, I just love the area. Walking distance to Commercial Drive. Well, bro, five years ago, I wouldn't be walking around there at night. Five years ago? No, for sure. You'd say, well, five years? I'd say 10 years ago, I yeah. lived in the area. I was getting uh, a little rough. It was a little Italy, and when people got a little bit older, they're just retiring in different areas, and right. it got a little rough. But uh, no, we, we love it. It's got revamped. Uh, the whole area, there's a lot of new buildings. Yeah. A lot of buildings were purchased. And you know, you're talking $2 million houses in the neighborhood. So, wow. so it's starting to, to, to show uh, the younger generation buying the house and revamping them. Absolutely. And the whole area is getting, uh, it's super safe. I mean, we, we, we couldn't ask for more. I'll oh, walk I love it any now. time of the night. Uh, and you got it. Is that a save on, not save on foods? It's a Bosa Foods. Bosa yeah, Foods. Yeah. Bosa Foods. That's right. Right up, right in your building, right underneath. Yeah. I love that. They built the building too. Yeah. 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 So we did the work. So I solidified myself a place in that building and I, I just love it. Uh, it was just to test out uh, where to want to see, and my wife, of course, would like the house with the backyard still, and, and get that. We sold uh, our house about three, uh, three years ago now. It was a good time, too, to sell. No, I was, was a downturn, but that's okay. It's, Soften you know, a little bit? Real estate, you win some, lose some. Absolutely, man. Uh, but now it's just what we wanted. What did, where did we really go? Did we really want to have a bigger home, bigger land, and outside of town, or or perhaps living? So we're, we're Being still, the thick uh, of things. Yeah. Still decide. She loves the area, but, but she wants that house. back. Yeah. Yeah. So no more school for me next year. I gotta go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't let her yeah. see this part. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but when she gets to the house, she's gonna want to go back to the city. 
I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't get to get there, but uh, yeah, yeah. no, definitely she's quite flexible. But are you are you missing the outdoor outdoor hockey in Edmonton? Is that one thing you miss? You know, where we live, we had the rink right beside my place. I'd put my skates in my porch, I'd walk about 40 steps Gosh. and I'd be on the ice, so that was quite fun. Uh, They're everywhere in Edmonton. They are, but here in Vancouver, it's funny, we've got a good hockey uh, system, so you can find a game any night. No any, way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know really that. Good. Are you goalie? No. No, 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 forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah forward. <laughs> I gotta come a watch. Big forward. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> But yeah. I can skate. I can hold my own still. I played a lot of hockey in my life, so yeah, I can. Yeah. You're a big boy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hockey's it's, a sport. It's a food store underneath yeah. me. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Damn you, both the foods. Damn you. Damn you. Yeah, everything is good there. The so, temptation's yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> temptation's real. But no, we're we're having lots of fun. Got into biking more this summer nice. and things like that. And now that I won't have uh, school, I'm actually uh, took a course teaching now, so I'm teaching for them a little bit. Where, at BCIT? No, at Brighton College. Brighton, Brighton, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah, uh, more in the pr uh, project management uh, things of things. Uh, so you got a passion for this. This isn't just a money-making business. This is something you love to do. No, exactly. I, I love the industry. I love to, to try to, to uh, perfect myself. I really want to, of course, if I could keep going, I'd become architect. Just, yeah. just to learn from scratch what happens. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's a lot of school, but it's so fun. I found yeah, that, that uh, it's it's so, uh, instead of going home and watching a movie or reading a book, I, I love it. I just drive on it. I, I want more and more. And now that I went back, is that's exactly what I do at night, is I, I create courses, go through the books. Yeah, but no, no BS here, uh, camera or no camera, but seriously though, like, it shows in your work. You know what I mean? Like, the the time, the attention to detail, the quality, you know, like it's just, and it's just get, I'm sure it got better and better over time. I just yeah. don't, I don't it's, see it. It's getting better now because I, I'm gaining a little bit also of uh, teamship respect maybe with architects because I did that program. So when an architect actually, uh, when I request CAD files, uh, AutoCAD files where it's created a project, a lot of architects in the past were like, what are your signing contractor? What are you going to do with my drawing? And I can see now why they're attached to their drafting. But now that I've done a drafting, I'm pretty much uh, an assistant to an architect. Right. So when I receive the drawing, well, I respect it. I know how it functions, so I'm not destroying his work. I could use it directly to do shop drawings, which I do for uh, any projects, whether it's a residential home, multifamily, or, or large industrial commercial. I do, and one of the builders, uh, Noble Construction Management, that's why I get repeat work. He likes the way that we're, we're hammering all the details up front by shop drawings and mock-up. And when it's time to production, it's just an easy flow. Right, right. You're not change order this and hold up that. And That's right. We know at all time what's going to happen or way ahead of time. And um, Max Agen now works with me, uh, same thing, architectural technician. Mm -hmm. And the communication with the workers, we're improving that now that when the workers get to site, they get an actual drawing to show the detail of the section they're working with all delineated of the material that they require to do so and to compare what's on the ground uh, minimize waste try to be a little bit more efficient or eco-friendly showing them a map right yeah. because if you guys wastage um even with al13 or not like have you guys found ways to optimize for less wastage that's that's how we do it now is by outlining and really deep into the shop and drives. pretty much uh uh accounting for each piece instead of the square footage yeah right because it's 400 square feet you say well 40 square feet it's 10 panels well let's look at the configuration of it you can't and you're together your scrap that's right together. where's your cut cut <laughs> keep that cut and we write it right on the drawing keep that cut because you're going to yeah. use it on the south Smart. side on you know details such right. so so we're trying to really work at it really because installers in the moment they'll just grab a new sheet and they just know like, yeah, like hey, hey we're gonna cut it like this keep doing that yeah. yeah yeah i mean and, and i know a lot of guys who just will run and there's nothing wrong with this but they'll just run a plan swift program right oh here's your square footage and away you go and here's your number well did you, you didn't account for the window detail you didn't account for the soffit detail you didn't account for the pot lights you know and there's so many it's more itemized than square footage game now in this in this big industry. time right uh Take, for example, just a, a simple deck, you know, an estimator, if you say that it's 30 feet wide by 10 foot, they'll say, well, it's easy, it's 300 square feet, I'll buy one box of the metal soffit, it's 300 square feet. 
But the planks are 12 foot. So you're actually scrapping two foot on, on each run. So you don't need 300 square feet. You need 327 square feet to do that same deck. Oh, gotcha. So we, we, by counting the pieces that you need instead of the square footage, sometimes it's beneficial because huh. you get the actual. And that's that's the hardest part to, to, to teach in the industry because you're coming to the table and then the general contractor will say, well, you're that much more money. Right. Not necessarily, I'm not that much more money, but look, look at my layout, look at everything. Uh, we're gonna do a nice job here uh, called Woodstock, and that's why I'm itemizing the panels. I'm excited for that one, yeah. Uh, and I but think you guys do the same thing. You're not hitting your clients with overages either, right? Pardon? You're not hitting your clients with overages. No, for, for sure, we get, overages. yeah, that's right. We charge just for yeah. what we have to do on the wall, but sometimes yeah. the price per square foot, if you just say, well, this is 10,000 square yeah. feet, Patrick, uh, I'm told at uh, $30, let's say, a square foot, but you're at 33. Well, then I'll, I'll go back with the architect, the customer, to show it's mostly about layout. It's say, well, your utilization rate is only 70%. You, get, you scrap 30% of your product. But if we change a little bit of the, the layout... Nice. We've done that so many times. We've done that so many times. So many times. And, and the customers appreciate it because at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, it's what they want is to get the proper job. Well, and once they understand you're not produce less waste yeah you're not charging more, more money you're just charging yeah. according to what their details are mm -hmm. and uh, i've got a great customer we're about to start same thing they wanted to match a budget and say well you're too high well how can you know i'm too high yeah let's look at your bud let's look at your budget let's look at your building let's look at the layout the product you're using and let's see if we're maximizing and just by by changing this system we're able yeah. to save that customer sixty seven thousand yeah. dollars uh, get it on his budget not changing overall look and just by laying out a little bit differently yeah well i learned i learned that the um the, in the more of a detailed way where sunshine siding and there was a couple other guys bidding the same job and you were slightly cheaper it wasn't nothing crazy and it got word and uh, after talking to you and realizing that you went, ended up changing out the layout and saving on the wastage side of things is where you got your numbers. I mean, I obviously didn't say that, but I learned something from you, right? It's to how to, every building's not the same. It's not the same. Doesn't, doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like every building is different. Every product is different. If it's a plank, it's different. If it's a panel, it's different, right? So how are you cutting it up and what, where are you using this product and how much weight, all that matters. Yeah, and if it's well planned, we can save the customer tons of money, be more efficient, and our crews then also learn, right? They, right. By, by that new generation working for me, by learning that now at a younger age, when they get, because everybody's dream is to work for themselves, or a lot of people in my crew, you know, this one day I'll be that siding contractor. Right. Well, at least they'll know they'll have that knowledge. Uh, Chris Oster worked for me full spectrum, 15 years. Same thing now, that's what he learned. He learned the, the proper techniques and how to, uh, and he's doing quite well. That's awesome. So hopefully that works out. So what's the dream? Time. What's the dream, bro? Tell me about the dream. The like, dream. We're here right now, you know, 20 years ago, this is the dream, right? But that's guys right, like us, right. we're never, we're never 20 satisfied. 20 years ago, it was to own a business yeah. and in my own house yeah. and everything like that. So well, here we are. <laughs> to achieve what we're doing next. Right. Uh, that's where I think that right now in the stage of life where I'm at is more about the knowledge. So... That's where I want to be. I want to keep... You want to be the professor of, 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 of envelope. I want to understand it so well that, yeah, I can pass that knowledge on to the, that new generation and just liberate myself maybe from, from being myself on the wall and installing. Right. Uh, a lot of the guys pick at me, you know, if you're off the wall for a while, you come back, you look a little rusty. Like, <laughs> I know all the little details, but it's just to, to if carry you it If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know? and to learn more about that, it's, it's to get myself closer to the architect is my goal. It's very smart. It is to, you want to build that high rise or you want to build that that building well call me up front let's build together an envelope that works well for the building that matches the budget for the customer and that will look amazing yeah and so so you're that. talking about you want to be involved in the development permit yes like right in the beginning yeah right With so that the, so that you guys can work out the details so when it comes to siding the budgets are proper everything works you know what you're doing away yeah. you go with Symphony Home Groups, yeah. uh, I have a proposal for him for a project that he will be doing in, in Burnaby, 17 homes. That's right. And Is that uh, the one with the two high-rises with it, or is that the, the one in New site, West? But yeah, working also on the high-rise for the, mostly the envelope and project management of the envelope. Right. But uh, on that residential uh, 
then that's where I was brought in at design stage to design the actual plans for the house and the exterior. So that's that's a little bit of a passion for me. Yeah. So if I could do more of this or help even, uh, you know, we, we say competitors, I say affiliate, we all work in the same trade. If we support each other and try to grow together instead of, uh, you know, of course we have to, to win the work and sometimes we bid against each other. Of course. But uh, even if uh, affiliate competitors uh, want to reach out and they're having a hard time to produce a nice sets of shop drawings, well, I can help them out. Awesome. So that's where I'd like to be more more into the design than to growing the installation part of things. I think that I'm happy with the installation crew we have. Right. A lot, a lot of those guys work for a long time for me. So we just want to keep these guys, uh, nurture them. And like now we hired two more people, but not 15 to put on the project. I'd rather bring two on board, nurture them, make them blend with the crew. One that goes well, we can increase a little bit, but more so... Uh, yeah. See, see, the old school mindset was, um, you know, Patrick Mamo knows it all, right? And Joe Blow comes to learn, and that person doesn't want to teach the information. Because it's going to take his job. Because it's a competition it? thing. But you, you, by you using the word affiliate and the passion to the game, you know what I mean? Like, you want to, you want these guys to grow and one day to open up their own and do their, you yeah. know... I love it. Yeah, I got two guys decided to go work for uh, an affiliate competitor. Yeah. And like I told them, it's what is best for your family, right, at the end of the day. Is, yeah. Right? If it's best for your family, you think you'll be happier and or maybe uh, better ways to work. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. And if they want to come back, well, then that just gives them another knowledge from somebody else. So, so I think now that's where I'm at. I'm focused just on knowledge trying to be more knowledgeable about the industry, knowledgeable about my clients, what their needs are, instead of just, uh, here, just prize this envelope, do this, and... and yeah, because it. I'll tell you I'll tell you this, man. Right now, we're in a serious boom, right? Like, there's multifamilies everywhere, and homes being built, and high-rises. What's gonna happen is, that's all gonna get filtered out, right, in the next five to 10 years, and there's only gonna be a few golden nuggets, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's, that's who you want to be. Because right now, Joe Blow, you know, I want to do ABCD siding. Go get a bunch of guys, throw them in a truck, let's go, right? We do some work, tomorrow they're gone, right? So you want to be the guy, uh, to me, what it seems like is you want to be the, you want to be, you want to give the information, you want to be a, like a teacher of the game, but you want to last, right? Because this is not going to last forever. But you see, if you if you look at my last year together, what we worked is I get repeat work. Yeah, is, and that's that's rare. Because I don't I don't have that much clients or customers. You you have to. Uh, I've always said is I wanted to be the guy that people are lined up outside my office to want to use my services. That's right. And not to be outside my office because I'm the cheapest. That's or, right. Uh, but but okay, so so I'm glad you said that. So here's something that we struggle with all the time, and it's managing expectations that's been a struggle for us yeah. you know like they want more they want more they want more and it's you know how do you professionally draw that 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 geofence around your your scope of work you know sure you want more mr customer you know for for a fee or a price yeah. you know my times so how did how did that look like for you in the beginning because we had a lot of clients even in the last 10 years <clears throat> they just expect more because you know, you give them an inch, they take a mile, just the same. Yeah. Right? yeah. Could be so, true. Well, Could yeah. Be. yeah, everybody. Uh, well, you look at, um, I was a general contractor uh, for a short period on the Sunshine Coast, and one guy told me at the end of the day, you're the general, you're, you're the general, you're running the army. These guys have so much liability and, and respect from me. And you're right, they, they want a well-oiled machine, fast on budget, you know, yeah, time efficient. They want to make that money, but they take so much risk. So now I try to show them a benefit more of being a team worker and just, just to say like, hey, I've got your back. Your building is going to be well properly done. Right. And But I'll be honest with them. This is this is what you want. This is what it is. This is what it costs. Right. So Because I remember we had we had one job where you, be, you, you, <laughs> you put in a quote, right? All of a sudden you get a call. Yeah, man, I need you. Um, I need you on retainer. I need you to do the drawings. I need you to do the details. I need you to revamp the whole thing. Build me a canopy. This thing looks like it came from yeah, Star yeah, Wars, yeah, man. Yeah, we're still it working like with Star that project. Wars ship. Uh, it's a great project. Uh, Oak Ridge Development are, are building a nice building on 138 East 8. Uh, per, permit stage now, and we have that canopy. So I actually had to team up with uh, Dutcher uh, Architectural. 
and uh, sit down with him and an engineer that I met at college to engineer that canopy. And now we're having problems with the city. They're 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 not sure they want it. So so that's where they're not the sure they want it structurally. Is that why? Are they worried about the look itself in the zoning? A area? little bit of both because of the 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 setback, the place it is, is just about uh, being removable and, and movable structure and, and the way it looks. So uh, the, the it's futuristic. Like you know what? When we get a chance, guys, we're gonna we'll try to drop you a yeah. rendering so you can see how out of this world this thing looks i felt like i was in dubai for a split second <laughs> yeah it's nice <laughs> you know and i really hope we get to do this project. yeah that'd be uh, your signature right there it'd be uh it'd be well not my signature because at the end is somebody designed it somebody does that so it's teamwork yes so i always you know think of my team or team right but just to be on something like that is um that that's where i'm at now in life i think that uh, i'm interested in thinking outside the box in the impossible let's yeah. make it possible but uh if you're a good pro customer like noble i will do your hardy project forty-five thousand square feet on time on budget and uh, they're way ahead of schedule so they're happy so, amazing so yeah well but we need more architects to think that that futuristic Dubai <laughs> yeah. building because they're quite challenging. Yeah, but we're only we're only a decade behind. That's right. You know, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, by the time yeah. I'm 45, <laughs> I think we'll see it all over the place. So okay, so that's that's interesting, man. Um, if there was a specific job that you wanted to talk about, um, not even challenging wise, but just a beautiful job, it doesn't have to be AL 13, right? What what would you say was like the there's always something in our lives that make us snap or flip a switch, right? What was that that made you, was there a certain project? Was it a certain time of your life, personal maybe? Who, who knows? I don't know. I think my love of siding came uh, where I grew up. Uh, my neighbor in the back was, uh, was a big installer for Alcan and all that. Okay. And I just liked, and I tried framing as well. And framing is a young man's game where you go there and you're man's man and yeah. you build a wall, build a floor, and it looks like, wow, I did this. What I like about siding is not one project is unique. And even where we did subdivisions, I tried to do something different for each job so it, it does look unique. But that's why I like the most about siding. And I don't think I have one project that I like more than another. Uh, I just like to walk away and see see the change after. Go to a plywood box and then to leave there with, with something that looks really good. Yeah. Uh, in the British properties, we're doing some quite interesting jobs uh, with your deep symphony home. Do you mind if I drop the addresses? Out. No, 815 King George's Way, uh, 830 King George's Way, and just we're taking delivery of AL13 package next week for 1430 Bramwell. All for Symphony Homes as well. All for Symphony Homes. Uh, they quite like the ACM uh, AL13 product. We also did um, his his own house, West... Um, yeah, on the... North, North West, Van, right? Yeah, so West 19. Yeah, actually, yeah. You want to put up put it up for a sec? Yeah, 830 is still in uh, construction, like no, final, and they're big, but... Uh, yeah, that one. one. Yeah, the one before. The, the, if you want to run the... No, down, down, down. Down, down, down. Yeah, okay. that one. That's the one you have in the front front video, if you want to run that video. Um, yeah, seeing that video, I like that video because I was involved with Oak Ridge, where yeah. we did the, the... That's where we're talking about that wing. The peach, I, I just love that color. Oh, it's beautiful. See, I just, I just love that. And see this one, I'm glad to see it because, you know, siding contractors, we don't really see it with the landscaping done at That's the right. end. Uh, Lucy, you got to put uh, sunshine siding on there. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? And just across the all street right, from right, this right. one. where So see, this job was, uh, it's Gurdeep's home. Uh, on my website, the first picture. We won't give him the address, but it is North Vancouver. It is North Beautiful Vancouver, 19th. Uh, beautiful min, uh, galaxy black, no midnight black. Midnight black, midnight black panels. With some, what was that limestone uh, stucco? Some uh, STO stucco. And cobblestone. So, he did that cobble, cobblestone, was, right? That was he beautiful. went all out, and the lights, you know, they're real flame, gas, real flame. So he's really thinking outside the box. <laughs> yeah. His houses are spectacular. They really are. And uh, see, that's past projects that I've done uh, with Hardy. That's his house right there. Yeah, and that's it. That's what his a job. house right what there. What a job. What a project. Neighbor wasn't too nice, was he? 
That, yeah, he's a grumpy uh, old man. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could see like you. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We love you, buddy. We love, <laughs> yeah. we love you. It's over now. But you're two years beside making noise every day, so I can yeah. see eventually getting yeah. to you. Uh, what I'd say to neighbors is just just be nice to the construction worker. The, the nicer we are, the less stop work order we have, the faster we do, and yeah. then we can get out of your way. Yeah, and we'll take your complaints yeah. into consideration. Yeah, but also, guys, we have to be in the industry a little bit nicer to the neighbors, right? Make sure no nail, nothing goes on their land and protect their assets because people work hard for their properties. For sure, for sure. But um, so a little bit of both. So another question is, when are you going back to Montreal? That's what I want to know. Montreal, I'm going back. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do. Uh, I was saying more March, April. Yeah. Uh, to see my granddaughter. Yeah. You gotta let me know because I'm gonna go to Ontario, so we should. Okay. I, I haven't been to Montreal in like ten connect. years, man. Yeah, I got lots of friends in Quebec that you could probably. Uh, man, I used to go to Laval all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's where I. Well, I moved there when I was eight years old. Laval. What a, what a football team, though, man. Oh yeah. The crowd is crazy in Laval. I never thought the French really played. Football the way they do, man. I'm learning too. I don't know they're playing football. Right? Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> must be the new generation. Yeah. We played hockey. Yeah, they yeah. didn't play hockey with us. Yeah, it's it was hockey team. baseball. But, yeah. <coughs> it was, uh, um, nice so yeah, so I think we got to do a couple more of these, man. I think uh, I think I learned a lot. Is there anything else you want to add? Is there? No, I think that uh, just look for more feed. On uh, I quite like you guys' work, so thank you. I quite enjoy it on Instagram. I follow every time. So okay, so quickly though, um, you want to pull it up? Where can we find you? Let 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 everybody know where we can find you on social so media. So you can find me on LinkedIn under my name Patrick Mimo, and you can also find me at www.sunshinesiding.ca www.sunshinesiding.ca That's correct. Okay. Or at 778-951-1680. Now he's married, okay, people? <laughs> Did you know your direct line? Strictly yeah, professional yeah, yeah. over you, here. Yeah, yeah. That's no, right. I'll take all the calls. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I blocked this off his wife's uh, social media. <laughs> so we're quite confident with each other, so that's good. That's all I good. I love it. Uh, um, but yeah, Instagram I Instagram you said too? Instagram as well at Sunshine Siding. Uh, sun, just sunshine siding at sunshine siding yeah. at sunshine siding okay okay uh, there he is there he is uh, Facebook as well you said uh, Facebook not so much now we're just revamping so I would say wait on Facebook uh, it's something that I have to get more now uh, I'm finding uh, that I'm liking Instagram and I'm liking uh, LinkedIn quite a bit awesome so, LinkedIn that's right we talked about that already yeah I just I just find a lot of nice contact and uh, uh, just to see again, I, I seems all my contact. You look at them; it's all in architecture and, and building. But, For sure, uh, really a passion of mine. And uh, you know, maybe we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll get uh, Gurdip here in here one day, and then we'll do a collab together and kind of talk about his point of view and your point of view and how we make things happen as a team. See if he still likes me. Yeah, he loves you. Yeah, yeah, we're about to do another work for him. Uh, we're taking panel delivery next week. So nice. That'll be a fun job. Absolutely. Uh, all I'll the fascias uh, wrapped right over the top. So wow. that'll be uh, quite spectacular. I, I love it. And you guys know where to find us. You got Adele here from AL13 again. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, hashtag. I don't know what Lucian's trying to tell me. Hashtag. Uh, Hashtag uh, your projects. That's right. Hashtag your project show. Um, and if you can't find any of this information, drop me a line. You guys know my number. If you don't, just drop me a line on Instagram or bc at al13.ca. It's a wrap, guys. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week with some other guest features. Smiley later.